Welcome to Emma's podcast. Today we're going to have a little fun. We're going to be talking about stay off my food. We're going to start with candy temptation and then we're going to be talking about luncheon. When I'm talking about this subject, it's again in a work environment and that should if you're listening closely, remind you of someone or you could be the offenders. Which one you are, you to decide. But enjoy it and I'm sure you probably have some good story to tell about stay off my food. So let's start with candy temptation. Let's have a little fun. It is time to talk about a subject that should make everyone smile. Why you may ask? Because you know someone who is doing it or you are the one doing it. It is time to talk about food in a workplace. I would like to share some stories. We're going to start with the first one called the walking candy ball. I used to work with Kathy. She was to be not only a beautiful person, but a candid spirit. She had in her office three beautiful dishes on her cabinet. Each dish had a different candy, M&M chocolate, M&M peanuts and mint. From time to time, people would go in her office and grab a few of those treats. A young man, fresh out of college, was hired in sales. He, like some of the young men, did not have a very good understanding between frat house and corporate world. I started to notice that the dishes that contains the M&M candies was becoming empty every day. One Friday afternoon, after the Grand Duchess, that was her nickname, still is, had gone home, I walked by the office and noticed one of the bowls was gone. I stopped in my track, check again, and yes, to my surprise, the bowl was gone. I stopped by Eliza's office asking her if she saw the bowl. No one will dare to remove it from her office. Eliza mentioned to me the new hired will wait for the Grand Duchess to leave, then take the ball to the conference room to snack and to watch TV. I looked at her startled. She repeated the same thing again. I started to laugh. Who in the right man would do that? I looked down the aisle. The new hired was at his desk, and to my surprise, he was picking M&Ms from the dish. I could not help it. I took her pictures with my phone. That Monday morning, I did share it with the Grand Duchess. We had a good laugh about it. To set the record straight, the candies she had available for everyone were purchased with her own money. Now we're going to be talking about the candy snatcher. I was working as a consultant for a few months with a team that was all female. It was great because their personality were not only different, but it was the only group of female I worked with that were too busy doing their job, so no drama was in order. One of them had a nice basket that was full of candies for people who would come to visit her from time to time. Even though I was there for only three months, I pitched in and bought some candies. She did share with me that before leaving each day, she had to put her basket under lock and key. It looked like people were coming to snatch the candies while she was gone. And every morning she would come back, the basket was empty. The food trawlers. Chad had a morning ritual. He would start his computer, then go to talk to everyone in a group. After that walkabout, he would be gone for about an hour. 
You will go upstairs to visit another group where Danish's Donuts Cafe were available on morning mornings. During the day, he would also troll around the conference rooms for trays of cookies, food, etc. Often, he would come back with a full plate stopping at our desk to share with us people were celebrating birthdays. What amazed me, somehow, he was able to get in to eat the food even if he did not know anyone. He was kind enough to let us know we should go and get some. It was hilarious because each time a group had a catering of some sort, he would find it. I need to explain. This was a campus, not a one-story building. There were thousands of workers. I did tell him one day, if we were lost in a deserted island, I wanted to have him on this island because he would always find the food. He was a nice gentleman, but food was his weakness. So this is our little candy temptation. Now we're gonna go to the luncheon, part two. Let's have a little fun with the luncheon. We're gonna start with the food in the fridge is mine, not yours. I was working in a company where we had kitchenette on each floor, and it was great. When we moved upstairs, we had access to a kitchenette. It was safe to put our foods in a refrigerator. Six months later, we had to move back downstairs to our old location. The kitchenette this time was located by the entry of the floor. We started to put our own food and beverage in it, with our name on it. I started to bring five bottles of water each day, since we did not have a purified water fountain. A week after I started doing this, I noticed one day, when I came to pick up one of the bottles, the can was off. At that time, I had a co-worker coming into the kitchenette. I made a statement about it. She mentioned to me that she and others in a team have experienced some unpleasant surprises. They have found someone going through their food, eating some, opening others. It was disappointing to hear about it. Also, why would you steal a bottle of water or someone else's lunch? I had enough. I had enough. I decided to go to a store that had a sale on a small compact refrigerator. I bought one and quietly on a Saturday morning moved it in my workspace. It was located under my desk. It wasn't visible to anyone. Some of the co-workers were made aware of it. They started to leave their lunches in it. We never had our food or drinks taken away from us again. This story is a pretty sad scenario regarding the honesty of people. Next story. Leave some food for the rest of us. We had, from time to time, free luncheons at work. We used to order from different restaurants around town. But one person who wanted to order wasn't giving any consideration to the type of people who were going to eat, mainly large men. Again, if you have a male in offices, you are never going to see them eating one piece of pizza or a small scoop of lasagna. An order was placed with famous Dave's. By the time some of the males in the office helped themselves, you could see their plates were ready to collapse because of the mountain of food that was on the plate. The last person that went through the line did not have a chance to enjoy some of the meat, but only beans. By the time men were done swallowing their food, they would be right back in line. They were doing that each time we had a luncheon. I learned very quickly, if you are not in the front of the line, you would be lucky if there were food 
left for you. It was unfortunate that adult males were so devoid of common courtesy and manners they didn't realize this was a lunch for all employees, not just them. I must admit, most of the time I will not do the lunch because of the deadlines I had to meet. By the time I wanted to eat, nothing was left. Like we said, boy will be boys. Next story. Are you trying to kill us? This one is a warning to anyone who is a food trawler. And this is a true story. We were preparing to move our current office location to a new location. It was time to clean up the office, Greg, and rid of what was not needed. The Grand Duchess had retired from work. A new person came on board to take over her job. He started to clean up his office and found two boxes, one chocolate fudge, one caramel fudge. Instead of verifying the expiring date, he just put them on a corner for everyone to grab. These had expired and were over a year old. Eliza and I saw that. I started to laugh and told her I will not touch this at all. She indeed told me it was safe. She would pick up one. She wasn't the only one who did that. The same day, a couple of people did grab a jar. Two days later, we heard one individual was homesick. We also got an email sent by the president of the company. The other worker had to tell him he had found a worm in his chocolate jar. When I read the email, I laughed so hard. Yes, I did, and I'm guilty, and I'm still laughing because it's funny. <laughs> the president also lectured us about leaving food for everyone to grab. I made a comment to the individual who did that. He absolutely did not care. The most interesting part, I assume someone got rid of the boxes. Well, not so fast. A week later, I was looking above the cupboards when I saw both boxes sitting on the top of it. I laughed so hard, I could not believe they never got rid of them after the two incidents. The sick worker recovered within a couple of days. My advice to the trawlers and grabbers, before you decide to take something that has been left on the counter for free, ask yourself, do you know how long this has been out? Is this in a container of some sort? Look for the expiration date. If this is outdated, do not eat it. If you decide you're going to do it, it will be at your own risk. The best one for last, eating air. And this happened to me. And I'm laughing now, but at that time, I was pretty much startled by it. So, here it is. It is the 3rd of July of last year. 2017. We got an unexpected luncheon at the office. This time, the restaurant is a burger place. We all went online to look at the menu. I decided to go with a bourbon burger with a side of slaws. I do not eat much meat, but that day I was craving for some. The orders were supposed to arrive at the office around 12.30 p.m. The order arrived. Stella was going through each order, trying to match everyone's orders. I was hungry. Since I had been in the office around 4 a.m., my appetite had grown tremendously. 
I waited patiently by the food. To make it faster, I helped to distribute the orders to everyone. I noticed our receptionist helped herself before Stella could shake what she took. We, at the exception of the receptionist, went to the conference room. I opened the box with my name on it. And when I looked at the food, it was not a bun but facoccia bread with a piece of chicken on it. Mary opened hers. It was Judy's orders. Stella wasn't even capable to assign the current lunch to everyone. Pat looked at my box and told me it was the same order he had in his box. After five minutes, Stella asked me if I wanted her to call them back to check. And I said, yes, please call back the restaurant and ask and double check. I wasn't planning on eating it. Uh, my test bod was set on that burger. She disappeared. Ten minutes later, she came back and asked me if I wanted to have a new order delivered for me. I said, yes, that sounds good. And it should be delivered within the hour. At that time, it was 1 p.m. So, the order should arrive by 2. Stella came back. While everyone else was eating, we were starting the conversation. All of a sudden, Stella stood up, took my lunchbox, and walked away. She came back a couple of minutes later to let us know the receptionist took and ate my lunch. Not only this, but she gave her the other lunch, which she proceeded to eat as well. We were all stunned about it. We all went back to our desk. It was now 2.25. The lunch did not arrive. I had to tell Stella to cancel the order, since it should have been delivered 25 minutes ago. I left that day with an empty stomach. I was stunned by two things, the receptionist actions and Stella's lack of follow-up for the orders. To make it even better, neither one of them apologized for their misdeeds. On the other hand, I had a great lunch slash dinner at home, and I went for sushi. Oh, those are funny little stories that happen at work. One of the things that I found amazing is in a case of people going and grabbing lunch, why would you do that? Why would you go to somebody else's? I have another story that I have not wrote in my blog. Maybe I should do a follow-up on, on my blogs uh, in regard of stay of my food. I used to work on overnight a long time ago. And um, the manager who was running the store on overnight always had a sandwich and put his name on the bag. And every night, somebody, every time he opened the door and grabbed his lunch, somebody would abide in his sandwich. I don't know who did that, but somebody did every single night. So he basically could not even eat his lunch because somebody already got a bite to it or eat it all. It is hilarious when you're watching it. It's not fun when you're at the receiving end of it. But in the case of the water, what was wrong for the people to come and do that or even had the audacity to open everybody else's lunches and just steal the food? It's quite sad at the end of the day that people would be resulting to do that for whatever reason it is. We had a cafeteria on site, so they could buy a little luncheon at 2 or $3, which wasn't expens expensive at all. Or they could bring something from home. When you have a common refrigerator, you need to leave it clean. And most of the time, I always found it some things that could, when we did clean it up, some of those fridge, 
couldn't work by itself so much it was full of whatever bacteria was crawling in there. But people would, yes, I don't know why people would eat somebody else's lunch. Um, when we catering, and I did catering when I was in corporate, I did a lot of catering. We always order more. We never order if I had 12 people, I order for 24. Because you know you got big eaters. Boys are boys. I've never saw a guy eating a little slice of pizza. They load up their plates and they're going to go twice for it as well. We have seen for people who just entering the workforce, especially the boys, again, I'm targeting the boys right now. Sorry, gentlemen, I'm targeting you right now. But you need to think twice. You are not at home. This is not a frat house. You, you're not eating for the week. You have to... Remember manners and you need to let everybody else's passes. And in the office where I was, there were a lot of male and I'm talking big guys. I'm not talking small little guys. And even though the small little guys we got could eat for like 10. But you need to make sure you order enough. And some of the people don't understand. So when they were ordering, they were ordering just for the right amount of people and not no extras. One of the worst ones that happened as well was we used to order Greek. I love Greek food. That Stella, again, decided to order about 12 serving of couscous. So imagine you got maybe one small tray of meat and you got uh, three huge trays of couscous pasta. What are you going to do with that if you don't have all of the uh, serving and the meat and the um, vegetables that go with it? You don't go anywhere. That was one day we all looked at each other and we could not believe it. We thought it was a mistake and we realized it wasn't. It was her who made the... Um, that error, uh, and it was just unbelievable. The error was big, so it wasn't a good lunch. It was a horrifying lunch <laughs> to eat. So when you do orders and caters, unless you do lunchbox, uh, when you do trays, you need to think more. You have to order more because a lot of people are forgetting their manners, and as I said, they will load up their plate. The plates are looking like they're gonna just disintegrate under the weight. It's so bad. And they're going in twice for that. So you need to remember, make sure you order enough food for everyone. Now for my little friend, the trollers, the people who love to trolls and go from meeting to meeting and the same, the, the Johns in the world who love to, to eat. It's quite interesting to watch. And I'm amazed that uh, in the case of my little favorite trollers, he was capable to go into meetings where he knew nobody, eat, sit down over there and eat. He would find food um, in the building, two buildings down on the third or fourth floor and would go over there and he would go and schmooze people around and he would come back with some plates and eating and candy and and so on. So he would be eating during the day like there were no tomorrow. But his first thing was watching him in his routine. And as I said, we were all working and also then, oh yes, the sales department has a birthday party. Let's go. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. If I'm not invited by those people, I'm not going in. But same thing. It has no boundaries, nothing. Love to do it, which was hilarious. But I'm pretty much sure, guys, if you're listening, <laughs> you know somebody who's doing that. The candy snatcher. 
Those are the worst. That young kid, and I'm talking about who just started it, I could not believe it when he did to the Grand Duchess. Nobody would ever dare touch her beautiful candy balls. They were beautiful little china balls. I was stunned when he did that. I could not believe it. I was laughing so hard. I had to send a picture to the team in sales uh, and let them know. And everybody were laughing so hard. I'm like, oh my God, they were all scared. And I think she's going to, she's going to scalp him because if she knows. Yeah. And by Monday, I told the Grand Duchess about the candy, but same thing. It's like, if you see somebody's office, why would you go in and start to take their candy? This is not mark free. This is just a little treat. You're the one paying for it. Everybody is paying for it. If it's a department who pay for it, go for it. But if it's somebody who's taking it out of their money and bring some little treats, have some decency and courtesy. Don't wait and they're left and also then you're going to snatch everything. When I work, uh, that was over 20 years ago, I started it. And I remember we had, I was part of the team, the IS team. So one person had uh, started something which uh, you would pay some candy bar, probably a buck or 75 cents. And that money was going to a charity. It was in drawers. So you couldn't see it unless you knew it. And you would go, people would be trustworthy at that point and drop and you'd pick up your candy. But at the end, some people figure it out that the candy was there and they helped themselves. So it was quite sad at the end that the person was buying the candies and he was going to our charity and people were helping themselves for free. Again, that wasn't pretty cool. So they put it under lock and uh, I don't know if after I left they continued to do it, but he was under lock so nobody would uh, go and help themselves freely, which is quite sad, especially when it's uh, tied to a charity or a good worthy cause. It's like, come on, guys, you can spend uh, your 50 cents to buy the candy. Just respect somebody else's food. The, as I said, the food troller, John, yes, that's, that was awesome. When we're working in a corporate environment, you need to still use your ethicity because if you don't have any manners, you can think about yourself, but there is others as well who wants to eat. So when you end up near a dish, it's almost emptied. It's not a great thing. And as I said, people are big eaters. You cannot just order for the right amount. You, you always have to go with a little extra. I always done that when I was doing catering and for a team. Always order more, even if there is leftovers, because the next day you can still put them in a the fridge and people can help themselves for sandwiches and everything else like that. Food left on the counter and jars or containers of some kind left on the counters. Always be cautious about it. I know people say, well, you know, it's, it's co-workers, everything is fine. I don't care if it's fine. In the case of those uh, fudge, chocolate fudge and chocolate caramel or caramel fudge, well, one had a warm in there and the other one got sick. I'm like, come on, use your judgment. There was an expiring date on that. And I was laughing because when I saw it coming, I'm like, somebody's going to take it. It's, we're going to have a problem. Exactly. Especially when the president of the company is sending an email lecturing people. And the person who did that was one of his right hand. That was hilarious. The scariest part is that individual did not care. He should have double-checked the dates, and he never did. So again, when people are putting things uh, on display, just think twice. How long he has been sitting there? Do you see an expiration date? Check everything. And where is it coming from as well?
because I can guarantee that some places I would never touch the food from anyone because I had some suspicion on a few things and I said I don't want to end up to be sick. I did not trust the food at all. So when, when, you, when you're working in corporate, just be cautious. I know we can be hungry from time to time, but you still have vending machine and stuff like that. You still have, in some cases, cafeteria, or you take five minutes and you can go to the grocery store that is near the office, grab something, grab your own snack, put it on the keys. So when you're hungry, you can eat it. My refrigerator work came very handy. I still have it. It's in my garage right now, but I still have my little mini uh, compact refrigerator. Loved it. It was very easy. When I brought it up quietly, because I did not want it to do it during the week, so everybody will see I was bringing a refrigerator, it was hidden uh, under the desk. You couldn't see because the way the desk was, I had a, a pillar by the desk, so you couldn't see the f underneath the desk which was fantastic. It was great. And I used it and I let people uh, from the team put their food in there. And yes, I would never eat anyone's food, so we were good, unless I'm invited and I really wanted to eat it after they invited me. But again, remember, if you're food trollers, ah, my goodness, you could irritate people to always want to try to eat their food or going and smoothing others to get your little candy. The snatcher, please, you're going to be cut sooner or later. It's disrespectful. And you know what? Once in a while, why don't you bring a bag? Go stop at the grocery store and bring a bag and give it to that person. I always, as I said, I always bring bags. Even if I did not eat much of the candy, I will bring one just to pitch in. I always found it nice. And I always found it very nice for people to do that, especially when it's their own money. But be mindful of that because a lot of people don't realize when you bring a candy, they think it's free, it's free. Yeah, that person bought it. It's not the company who did. And it's very unusual if the company would do that to buy it and just leave it in somebody else's space. Generally, it will be on the counter somewhere else. So thank you for listening today. It's kind of a short one today uh, compared to my other podcasts. But I just wanted to have a little fun with the food. And the candies, because there is always good stories. If you have any stories, you can always share them with me uh, directly on my podcast. I have a comment section for that. Or what you could do, you can go into my website at www.edgentreative.net or .com. Either one of them, you can leave the comment about it. And if you have some story you would like to share, I would be more than uh, <laughs> happy to read them, for sure. Since I'm sharing a lot of stories, we, that works both ways. Now, I'm going to do something a little bit different for next podcast. We're not going to be talking about work. We're going to be talking about facing our fears. It can be somebody who's afraid of... Uh, jumping, uh, climbing. We all have phobias. We all have some kind of fears. I wanted to talk about that subject, facing your fears. I have claustrophobia. I, I must admit it. I do. Um, and mine, are, I even turn at some point to anxiety or panic attack. It's not even anxiety. It's panic attack uh, as I grew older. But I've been able to control them as well. So it depends how I've been caught with my uh, fears. 
but I'm going to be sharing some stories about fears and we can talk about it on my next podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Have a beautiful day and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. 